here's your host, Alex Garrett. As I sit here watching the Australian Open, which of course has no Novak Djokovic, what an adaptation, by the way, to uh, have to be deported from Australia for not getting vaccinated. Anyway, Rafael Nadal is doing his thing in the semifinal, so he is probably going on to another another Grand Slam final, this time once again in Australia. But that's here nor there. I wanted to point to you uh, a couple of things on Alex Garrett Podcasting. Firstly, you got to check out, if you live in the New York area or are visiting New York City, you've got to check out Passage. It's an art installment uh, between 39th and 40th Street on 7th Avenue, right by Times Square, and it's sponsored by the Garment District. Yes, Passage. It's a uh, art installment, and it's a very cool uh, set of loops that are lit up. It's it's a it's a light art installation. First appeared as Montreal Illuminé in 2017 in Canada. Created for Illuminart, a circuit that fuses art, lighting, and technology. AMNY.com saying, The new Garment District art installation invites New Yorkers to walk the runway. And so if you check out Alex G. NYC 1, I kind of did just that. And uh, the Garment District President uh, Alliance President Barbara A. Blair saying to the AM New York, we specifically chose January because it's after the holiday season and everyone has this sort of collective dropping down a few degrees and it's so cold and it's dark, but the light and the music is uplifting and it's a lot of fun. you got to check out the, this installment. It's on and up until February 13th, 2022. So check it out. The other thing I want to point you to is my blog on regenerative. I guess it's easier to write it than say it. Regenerating limbs. Scientists have found a way to regenerate. Yes, regenerate. Frog limbs from African clawed frogs. And I put the whole study up from the Daily Mail, whole article up. You got to check it out, alexgnyc.com. But imagine if, as they continue to test limb regeneration on animals and other animals, what could it do to humans? If those who have phantom limb pain and phantom limbs after an amputation to readapt to two legs, maybe some while they say they're amputees strong, do want, do want two legs under them still because that phantom pain is there. For me, it's very interesting. I'm proud to have one leg and I would never try to get science um, to change that. But for those who want to, I will advocate for them. I'll advocate for people to be able to have the benefits of science, uh, including regenerating limbs. Scientists say that we are 
able, we have a quote-unquote untapped ability to regenerate, much like a salamander. The human species is being compared to a salamander. How crazy is that? And maybe we do have to tap into it. Maybe it is the time that science helps people better their lives through regrowing a limb. As crazy as that sounds. And science, it is crazy. We don't know one day to the next what's happening with this virus. But we do know something like this is pretty remarkable. We do know that science allowing a pig heart to be in a human while it's wild and crazy and some might say unethical, it's being experimented on a real human right now. That could be a victory for science. But whenever a leg story comes up, I have to talk about it. Because limb loss is something that I want to explore more. I want to know how people are adapting to uh, their amputation, their loss of limbs. I want to know all that. Because while I may be okay and feeling comfortable with my one, I don't mind sharing stories of the amputees that are inspirational, yet maybe they do strive. For that second leg again. Most are pretty happy. And and most have adapted. But imagine if science could give them their leg back. I think someone would try and take it. It was a five drug cocktail. That scientists used to regenerate these limbs. By the way. And it was to get inflammation down. It was to. Get. The nerves going again. To grow. And it happened through a biodome, a solution that was applied to the stump of the the missing leg on the frogs. And it regrew at a great rate. Highly recommend you look at the article, alexgnyc.com, alexgnyc.com. Another thing tonight... The funeral for Jason Rivera and a viewing did take place today at St. Patrick's Cathedral. Uh, His fallen colleague, uh, 27-year-old, remember Jason Rivera was 22. His colleague was 27. And he, his, um, Wilbert Mora is the second police officer that died in, uh, actually, NYU on 30th Street, sadly, could not recover, and so they will have a memorial for him at St. Patrick's next week. It's just horrible. When you see the men and women in blue having to line the streets to honor their fallen, it's horrible. And it's sad. And I understand President Biden's coming to New York next week. 
but the solutions have to be soon. Have to be soon. And under all of this mourning and loss, and this is what I really wanted to also talk about tonight. Under all of that, see, Mayor Adams is asking the NYPD to have a plan to encourage city cops to be living in New York. To be required. Now, I did praise him the other day. For looking to have a plan to combat violence. But to now say that nearly 35,000 uniformed police officers not being required to live in the Big Apple didn't make sense. He said, I want you here in the city. I want you to go to the cleaners, to go to the churches, to the supermarket. Your children should be in our schools. We should have, we shouldn't have 30% of officers residing out of New York City. He went on to say there's no such thing as being off duty. So technically, if you see a crime and you don't take action as a police officer, you could be accountable for that. Why are taxpaying dollars paying for an officer to be here for eight hours, then 16 hours, he's going to one of our five neighboring counties and protecting them? You are paying for other counties to be safe. Now, it's a shit ton of money to live in New York City. And these officers are raising families. They're already working to make lives for themselves and their family. And now you're going to ask them to be here in New York City to require them to be here in New York? See, morale in the NYPD is low. When you add stresses to rent, that will also... Keep morale low. So they're all wor- already worried about ramping crime in New York City. They've just lost two of their own. And on Monday, in the same press conference I played for you, you're saying, oh, cops should be in New York City because we're paying for other counties to be safe. Well, you know what? The fact of the matter is, these officers need time away from the city if they're on patrol a lot of time. Overtime, whatever you want to say. Working blood, sweat, and tears to get our, keep our city safe. So do not require, do not require NYPD cops to live in New York. I think that will be a terrible thing for morale. I applaud you putting more cops on the streets, but don't make them live here also. They can't afford the rent. They can't afford the rent. A man cop says, as soon as he pays me enough rent to, to rent an apartment in the city, I will move. Not everyone wants to live in Brownsville, which still costs half a million for a house. One cop said he's just making noise for his voters, telling the Post that. To me, I think it's stupid. With the morale low, with the grief and the mourning loss of the the loss of these two 
officers and the many other issues going on to now say you have to live in New York City as a requirement to be a cop. Now they say it could be for new recruits. But they're young. They're just getting on the job. They might they want a boost. They don't want to worry about stress of being young, being a cop. 22-year-old Jason Rivera, dead. They don't want to worry about that footsteps. But they were worried about it. And now you're going to add rent to that concern? No way. Especially with eviction moratorium about running out the clock on that. You're going to tell cops, we need you to stay here in the city. Raise your family here. I agree. People should be living in the city again. We need the city busy again. But don't make that a requirement to be on the NYPD. That will just worsen morale here in New York City. That's already low, Mayor Adams. So don't be taking five steps back when you just took a big step forward on Monday with that press conference about how we are not going to go back to an old New York like I think he's referencing the Dinkins days. Well, a morale, a high morale in the NYPD is something to think about. And asking them to pay rent, asking them to be stressed about making the rent every month, I don't think that's a good idea. I think that would lower morale even more. Even more. And one final thought tonight. If you're being in the waters in Florida and elsewhere, please be aware that shark bites are up again. As pandemic lockdowns have been lifted, so has the... uh, So have the stats of shark bites. Up... uh, a percentage from a few years ago after sharp declines. So be safe in that water. And yes, maybe one day the amputations that happen from shark bites, which only, by the way, is 7%. According to the NIH... Limb loss, as of 16, occurred in just 7% of attacks. But can you imagine losing that limb in a shark attack? Be safe. As the jaws of life are swimming again, we must be vigilant. We must be aware. For the on the street sharks. The ones that want to shove people into the subway. Are preying on New Yorkers. Let's not let sharks prey on us. Real sharks prey on us as well. I'm Alex Garrett. We'll talk to you very soon on Alex Garrett Podcasting. Thanks for listening.